Yo, yo, the best way to support this podcast is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It only takes a second and your review can help more people learn about Fire in Little Africa. So just take a minute, I mean like, yo, right now, and go to Apple Podcasts, give us that five-star rating, leave a little comment what you like most about the podcast. And remember, everything is us. Woody Guthrie Center and Bob Dylan Center present Fire in Little Africa, a multimedia hip-hop project inspired by the resilience of Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And now, coming at you live from Greenwood, here are your hosts, Ali Shaw and Doc Free. We out here. How's it going today? I mean, it's going... Going super, super duper well. And today we have a super duper well episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brady Bunch vibes with these blocks. We out here on the Zoom. You know what I'm saying? Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a uh, landmark episode. It's our 50th episode. You know what I'm saying? 50. Big five zero. Uh, we on that Chris Davis. No skips every week. We got one dropping. Today's a very special one because, uh, you know, we get to turn the lens, I guess you could say, with the microphones on ourselves. Wait, that doesn't make this any sense because the microphones are always on ourselves. But you know what I'm saying? Because uh, today <laughs> we are talking to one of our own. We're going to be interviewing one of our own, our very own, our very own. And before we get into that, um, as we always do, introductions. So, she is a radio personality, the radio personality, you know what I'm saying? This is Mama Tulsa here, you know? Uh, she is a voiceover artist, you know what I'm saying? Uh, she is a host, um, she is a producer. Uh, and as I shift over, and normally at this point, we shift over to the co-host so they can add their two bits. And today, our guest co-host is the incomparably witchy, Ayla. What's going on, everybody? I am co-host today, sitting in for somebody that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? So I've been blessed to just sit in and, uh, yeah, co-host. We here. Got you. So adding to that list, what would you add to that list? I think you hit it on the nose, but definitely Mama Tulsa, um, true nurturer of the hip-hop scene. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? When in need. Facts. Miss Ali. Uh, one time for remembering why I'm in this. Talking about whatever I want, like it's my business. Like I ain't never been too big for my britches. Survive living with the knowledge, it's not a given. Boil a pot of proper for what product in it, like it's not a game. And if it is, it's not a scrimmage. Put in my minutes, like I guarantee my guys win it. I was tenant, like five percent is just how I'm lifting switches. I was on some fly shit, then I ascended. it. Supply splendid, the provider would not a limit, right? Like the price of the brick is going up out a minute and i got them in the trunk of the car like i gotta get it yeah strictly digits no downtime visits found the ground like i might not be around in time to kick it it's wicked but it's still love though don't get it twisted just try speak greatness and will it into existence try and make it happen in a major way yeah chopping up game like razor blades pay motherfucking dudes we ain't paid to play and we sipping pay tea not tango ray remember when i was injured like day to day with a fucked up fit jay's fading away but I put it all the way down and paved the way. Uh, put on the damn cave, save the day. Uh. 
Where's DJ a fist to face when we need her? Oh man. Get her in on the call. Yo. So Ali Shaw, welcome to our 50th episode. And you know, we're we're still, as we always should be, celebrating uh not just the 50th, but you know, celebrating a very important resource, not to just our culture, but you know our day-to-day lives, you know, and that is the strong women that back us in the things that we do. So this is a very special episode to have A.O. as a co-host and us to be interviewing Miss Ali Shaw Mama Tulsa as well. So um, uh, I had in my brain, I'm like, you know, they did my interview. And if they, if we, when we get to Ali, because we got to, there's no fucking way we wouldn't. Like, what am I going to do? So what we're going to do, we're just going to, we're going to talk to Mama Tulsa, okay? So first off, like, how are you doing this fine day, this fine, crazy, weird weather day? I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm doing very well today. Uh, it was a nice, smooth, productive day. And those are the kind of days I live for. Like, everything just falls in line. There's no fires to put out, nothing. Those are yeah. the best days. Best days. Yes. How are you guys doing? I'm... Well, ladies first. Okay, okay. I, I've been well. I've had the exact same day, the exact same frequency as that. So I'm blessed. Like, got stuff done, stayed focused, you know, was with the baby. Don't get much better than that. Yeah, it definitely don't. The Bambinos. Now, uh, for those who aren't here by now, I mean, you should be, um, as I said before, Miss Ali Shaw, she is a radio producer and on her personality for our very own In Town Tulsa 105.3. K Jams and a segment producer for Focus Black Oklahoma. Make sure y'all tune in. And then also, as you know, she's our Feel the Podcast host. Uh, and also she's 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 a plug on community and culture. And I like it you said nurturer, Ayala, because she's definitely that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um comes with that that mama feel. So yeah. Let's us talk about where that nurturing nature comes from for a little bit. So uh, we need to come up with like a, a good sound or a sound effect or music for origin stories. We do. We need like a big old echo. You mean to make us one, Doc? I actually could. Yeah. Just an origin story. Matter of fact, this is your this is your homework assignment. Say that uh, several different ways and I'll make you sound amazing. See, Mama Tulsa always <laughs> working. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Always. Stays on it. <laughs> the plug. So we know that um, you're not, we call you Mama Tulsa, but you're not originally from, like we've touched on this a couple of times. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's talk about a bit from your, your homeland, your hometown. Uh, well, I was born in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. uh, but raised in Lexington, Oklahoma, which mm-hmm. is a teeny tiny little small town uh east of Purcell, Oklahoma. I get to say that because they're our school rivals, but mm. Purcell, Oklahoma. <laughs> um, which is it's about like I would say 10 or 15 minutes south of Norman, where uh home of the Sooners. So anybody knows who OU is, you know how to find like you can get to Lexington in like 10-15 minutes. So very small town. Uh raised there, went to school there, K through 12. Most of my family is from there and if they're not in Lexington they're in Purcell so I was very blessed to have both sides of my family like I grew up with all of my aunts and uncles and I say that in the way that 
my mother and father both come, you know, I would say big families in some ways. Uh, my dad had what five or four siblings, and you know, same with my mom. So all of my aunts and uncles were there most for the most part. So that was very nice. I'd like to, you know, and I was so the wait. first uh, granddaughter born in 22 years on my dad's side of the family. <laughs> it's nothing okay. but boys. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So another universal aspect, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a, that's a special moment in it the lineage is. for sure. So you have yeah. family that was for so was like any bad blood, any like in-house rivalries where you haven't found oh, no. I mean, it was a joking thing, you know, but uh, like I could see my cousin Scott across the basketball court be like, you know, and then mm. when the game was over, it was like, hey, guys, you know, whatever, <laughs> like mm. no big deal. But when we're on that court together, we're not talking. <laughs> okay. But no, no, yeah, it's all love, all love. Environment. That's a very cool environment. Yeah. All right. So come from a lot, I would say, with that being said, like with you being first granddaughter, you know, in so long, like so. After my Aunt Jaquita. Mm. <laughs> she was the, to- the last baby girl of the family and so she was 22 when i was born yeah wow oh, snap. so it was lit when you were born <laughs> it was lit <laughs> i can i can imagine a little bit of the rough and tumble growing up yeah a little bit but really they were very, my cousins my you know got male cousin they were very protective like you can see pictures of me at the easter egg hunt and they're all mm. It's, I feel like my mom said that one time, like, oh, they would fight over who got to carry you around, you know, like Mm. they were very protective. So it's like I had a bunch of big brothers. (laughs) You think that has kind of like helped form that nurturing nature side? Oh, for sure. Yeah, but that, most of that's coming from my mother, Mm. you know, my grandma, her mom and my nanny, my dad's mom, like they, yeah. My mom Mm. is the queen of nurturing, like, all I have to do is go, I'm craving chicken noodle soup next day. Honey, I made that chicken noodle soup for you. You want to come by and pick it up? Yeah. What? <laughs> like, that, like, just who wow. she is. She loves to cook for people. And I do too. I have that same kind of like, I love to cook for people, but it's like the, if I happen to cook kind of thing, like, yeah. I've actually had to do it. It's like, in your house. So, yes. <laughs> when, uh, yeah, when we did the interview for The Voice with Mary and Bambi and who's see Tizzy, T Rush. Well, it was so good. Was, chicken, yeah. chicken noodle soup for the soul, eh? Right. Right. Soda on the side or ginger beer tonight. Okay. Oh, wait, what, 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 what brand is oh, that? Oh, I knew, wait a minute. What is that? I've Am I doing, did I do a good, Doc? What is it? I've never heard of it. Bundaberg? Never heard Bundaberg, of it. And I think this is the same brand that I got from our guy. Merrick that I was telling you about that sells the uh, Caribbean plates. Like mm. this weekend, he's going to have like, a, let's see, curry goat, jerk chicken salad. Yeah. Wowzer. Like, yeah. Man, I'm still, I need to get a bead on that. All right. I've only seen one other person's plate. I need to know what's cracking with those Caribbean plates. Was it, was it Gary Mason? It was Gary Mason's plate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, you do. I have the hookup if you want. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the culinary heavy hitters in town. You know what I'm saying? You, you gotta, we gotta say shout out to the Rue's Kitchen. Oh, yeah. Uh, just saw they're about to do a little partnership with Danky Farms. See what I'm saying? Keep the treats yeah. treating. Yeah. Keep the treats treating. Wait a minute. What? When did this happen? I saw it on the ground. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. That's so exciting. That's yeah. a perfect partner- partnership. Yeah. Hey, Yella, have you had one of the treats yet? 
I have. I had them like back in the day, and I just kind of. I'm not really big on edibles though. I'm more okay. of a smoker, but okay. I have had them. I was on uh-huh. them like at the Sound Pony era. I have friends that would take them and go, "Damn it, Bess!" <laughs> have yeah. y'all ever made edibles? Yes, I have. No, okay, would you make? Well, I'm not that experienced. Um, so I had some friends that gave me some can of butter mm. uh, when I was when I had COVID, and mm. it was just like you know, just if you want to put it in something or whatever. And so the first time I ever made some was like, I'll just put it in my brownie mix. Mm. Yo, if you don't know what you're doing and you don't measure, don't go anywhere. It's Someone science, like- yeah. It's the, yeah, it's science way one way or another. The science of oh, you got that right, or the science of you know what is too much yeah so but i would say like over time because i I, if i do anything at all it's Mm -hmm. very little um but i put just a tiny little drop of it now and then like some chocolate you know me and my chocolate so i mix Mm -hmm. it with that and then perfect Mm. that's all i need i i don't really like to smoke because my vocals i don't want to you know jack with them so and here i am (laughs) i know ma'am i was looking at you like you sure Mm, i need that yeah. Hey, Mama Tulsa. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Ma'am, you said what about your vocals and smoking? Okay. No, nah, I need that. I need that mix between like Bogart and, and Ghostface. I need that. Yeah, yeah, I need that rasp, but yeah. Yeah. With a little bit of Big L. Like. <laughs> yeah. Man. What about uh, you, dog? You, may, you, you ever made some? Uh, back in my wonder years, uh, we dabbled with a bit of brownie in halo making, um, okay. fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, I've made some tea before. So what? I said I made some tea before. Tea, I a, yeah. I had a friend that did that. They just put like a drop of it into their tea or whatever. I ground it into my coffee beans mm-hmm. with my coffee beans. How's that? That work pretty good uh yeah because what i had was really good and i didn't have to use a lot thankfully i'm always worried about that yeah uh but it was brew and it was good it was good yeah. brew. good brew yeah. good brew they get out there experiment just a little bit uh, i love tinctures and tea that's super dope um yeah we out here so uh ali shaw yes man we just diverted like, kind of like off one like a weird one there. Well, we're baking. I know, and, and I'm, it's so so weird for me, like not to ask the questions. I'm like, I'm just trying to be quiet. <laughs> oh no, no, no. This is hey, this is still it is still yet and still a conversation with our, with our <laughs> lovely Miss Sally Shaw. So we saw that nurturing effect and flavor definitely on display during the recording sessions for the Fire and Little Africa tapes. Um, so, you know, opening the floor to you, I know over a few episodes, you have, uh, expressed like some of your favorite moments. Um, I would like to revisit a couple of those. And if there's like any other, like powerful, poignant moments that you can think of that you haven't shared, you know, cause we've had, we've been sitting on a lot as, we have as this year has gone by and it's really weird that it's already March 11th, 2021. Like, can y'all believe that shit? Wow. Y'all, it's been almost exactly a year. Like, wow. what dates was it exactly? I, was I feel like it was the fifteenth, sixteenth is when it started. It was a weekend. My my child was born the fifth, so 
Man, Girl, right. I just remember being like, your baby ain't even a week old and what you doing up here? You got good family. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. 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 So it's been a week, I think, as of this weekend. Milestones. Oh my God, the baby's old. <laughs> I know. So we got a new mother. We got Ali Shaw. You're about to be a grandmother. Like, like I would love to talk to you ladies right now about like the like what's what's What's, what's popping through you? Ayala, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you've had the Bambino for a year and a little bit of change. Like, what's that been like being a new mother? It's so amazing. That's all I can say. Like, it's it's ever-changing mm-hmm. and it's always dope. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be cracked. Like, today, my little baby learned how to put on baby sunglasses and walk. <laughs> yeah. and walk and try and walk around the house. Like, just imagine that. <laughs> and how to put on sunglasses and it's walking through the house like that's those are my days so yeah so it's pretty dope I absolutely love it um I think it's crazy that Miss Allie is about to be a grandmother yo you do girl this is just the other day I was watching you play volleyball at Bird Middle School what you talking about (laughs) oh okay so yeah so part of the main reason why we have uh, our our special guest this evening is is Miss Ayala because we want this free flowing conversation because there's a history with our co-host Miss Ali Shaw and our <laughs> our guest co-host co-host Miss Ayala, which yeah. they we're touching on now. Sorry, and unfreeze. No, it's all good. Yeah, we it's been a long time, like eighth yeah. grade to now, and I don't know. It's just amazing. It's just yeah. amazing. I loved going to their games. Like Sarah and Faith were the basically the twin towers. Like nothing was getting past them. They were, and anytime they blocked something at the net, they had this thing where they go, ooh, I loved, I knew all their cheers and shit. And then like, I've learned a lot about, because I didn't play volleyball. So I learned what a barrel roll was. Um, what's the position where you can, oh, librero. Am I saying that right? Never could say it right. You can like just float in and out. I was like, that would have been my position. I'd be like, hey, make me that. So I can come anytime y'all need me. You know what I mean? In and out. Yes. Like it was, it was really fun to watch them and they just kept progressively getting better. And yeah, it was kind of like a a flash. I feel like it's kind of like a flash forward to now. I feel like it's crazy. I feel like that the phrase, everything is a circle on and on, blase, blase. That is facts because I feel like we're in, we're still in the same position that we was in those years of like, she's still that nurturing person in my life. I'm growing and she gets to witness me grow. And it's like, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's cool. That's super, super dope. All right. And now we are a year later here. Like you've experienced motherhood. You've been on and off the road. Ali Shaw, we've been, on this podcast, crushing it. You've been crushing it with the Focus Black Oklahoma. Uh, mm-hmm. And now we're coming up, getting ever closer to this big event, this centennial, this this 100 year uh, memorandum of the uh, Tulsa Race Massacre. Yeah. So Ali Shaw, you spent a lot of time um, with a lot of the folk, because you know everyone I know that was there a lot has an Ali Shaw story, you know what I'm saying, about the tapings, about the sessions, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> really? Um, yeah. Yeah, like it was like something small or something. Oh, and then uh, Ali Shaw came in and was checking on us, and you know what I'm saying? Because we was in there tired. Is. We was in there tired and rhyming and everything, and you know what I'm saying it's dope. Everybody was 
you getting checked on by Mama Tulsa? I'm like, yeah. That's what that's my memory for sure. I just feel like I was there to clean up pizza boxes, make sure people had water to drink. And did you sleep? Like those are the questions you had to ask producers. Have you slept? Did you sleep? Like, because Malachi clearly is not a sleeper, and he's the one that I would always be like, Did you get any sleep last night? Uh maybe about an hour. What? (laughs) Like, how are they still doing that? You know? Yeah. Well, not running on fumes or just running on passion, you Man, know? and it was, it was straight passion. Like that is the one thing that I always want to be able to tell people like from the gate, like Tone is going to be the one who set the tone always. He came in and was like, it was like there was a, you know, when you get ready to run a race at the end of the line, you know, it was a piece of tape, but it was like, he was on the blocks, you know what I'm saying? Like he was in his Usain Bolt, like he was ready. He was ready and he went in there and killed it. And I was like, oh, this ain't a game. I, I knew it from the jump. And then every single time you would see somebody step to the mic, it was like they were on, like they were just on their A game no matter what. And then, then it was almost like, you know, in hip hop, you have to have a competition. Like you have to talk your shit, right? Right. But it was a friendly competition. It wasn't like, yo, man, go in there and kill that, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't any kind of feelings of jealousy or none of that, none of that. And I saw someone recently, I feel like it's somebody in Muskogee that said something on Facebook. And it was kind of talking about how there's, you know, bitter feelings or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Um, and I said something to them like, oh, y'all, forgive me one second. Something's trying to happen on my computer. There we go. I said like, no, it's possible. I saw it. I saw it happen. So if you, you want to ask what we did with Fire in Little Africa, you should, mm-hmm. uh, because it worked and it was a family and it was almost like Tulsa and Oklahoma City whoop, come together. And it, it was just unbelievable. Like, I don't even know how else to put it into words, but it was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing. Now, you've seen that all happen in a weekend. But yeah. you've seen much more than that happen and evolve over the years. Yeah. Uh, so I'd like to, you know, dive a little bit, a little bit back into that. I had to use, I had to segue with that to to get some of your first experience here in hip hop <laughs> Tulsa. You know, what I'm saying watching those rooms of individuals really go after it. But if you could please, like, give us a little insight on what you've seen from these same folks coming up in the game from 918 to the 405 cast you've seen as well. Oh my gosh, just the growth. Um, Steph, of course, is always one that comes to mind because I think about, you know, his cadence and his, you know, the. I feel like I've told the project story a thousand times. Yes. And as a matter of fact, it popped up in my memories the other day. Do you remember when they did the viewing at um, Circle Cinema for the live from the Tisdale? Yes. And Mizo was interviewing me and asking me about it. And I think it was the first time I ever told the story. And I pushed Mizo in his stomach <laughs> mm-hmm. to tell him how. But it's it's some it's stuff like that. It's like watching them continue to grow at every performance, every show. Like, hell, Sarah, Ayala, my bad, mm-hmm. Ayala. <laughs> she's out in front of the sound pony one night. And I was looking at her like, what you doing out here, girl? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> What are you doing out here? And then it wasn't <laughs> long, but she was old enough. Right. right. What am I doing there? I know. What's what's somebody's mama doing out here? Hey, right. <laughs> so 
that's like so that's very interesting because like y'all had the history and then to like just pop up at the sound point and be like oh hey, no because i, I wasn't ran... ready i wasn't ready for her to be 21 yet i was not ready yeah i ran to my dad at the club one time <laughs> one time i was like 22 23 <laughs> like in a real in a, what did you say like what spot. did he say hey somebody grabbed my arm and i turn real quick this is my first time in the spot and i turned super super quick man i was like all right i'm either about to go out like a like a champ <laughs> or be a hero right and then i looked and i looked up man and i saw the stingy brim hat with the feather on the side and i, and I recognized the t-shirt and i was like oh hey pop <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> oh man and uh, I was like nervous and shit. And so I was like, and this is back when he used to smoke cigarettes. And, uh, <laughs> and I went to go grab one for him. He's like, wait, hold on. You ever run into any OGs? That ain't how you present a cigarette, bro. And he showed me how to, because I always had a soft pack. I was rolled up in my t-shirt, uh-huh. uh, in my t-shirt sleeve. And he's like, it's how you pack it out to get one started. And I was like, wow. That's like, hopefully the last time I ever ran to my dad at the club. But so you know, you, for once, that was pretty cool. To- let me get this straight. You're supposed to pack it for the person you're passing it to? Well, you pack one cigarette out so they can grab it themselves. Like, you're I never got you. supposed okay. to, like, grab it. You're never supposed to grab one hand to them. You know oh, what I'm saying? Right. So they can touch the cigarette themselves. Yeah. That's funny because I, don't, I didn't even realize that was a learned thing. You know, my dad was a smoker, too. And he only smoked maybe two a day. He didn't smoke a lot. But, mm. like, I can remember back in the day, I could go buy his cigarettes. <laughs> and I knew what to get. Can I get a carton of Marlboro shorts? Uh, whatever it was. It was, mm-hmm. it was definitely Marlboro. Soft pack, blah, blah, blah. Like I knew how to order it. I would walk to Riverside in Lexington, which was a grocery store. I mean, a convenience store. Yeah, I was a kid. Like I'm talking less than 10 years old. I would w- go get his cigarettes because they knew I was Billy's daughter. And But I remember him teaching me how to pack the whole pack. Like hey, wow. tobacco to come down to the yeah, edge yeah. of the filter. Yeah. So yeah, like I knew how to do those kinds of things. I'm like, Ritual. I never smoked, but you know. <laughs> yeah, this is like one of those things that stick with me. It's like, ah, it felt like, uh, oh, it's a, it's a gentleman's tip. This is how. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, you guys running on, running into each other on the scene. Yeah. Uh, back when she was going by, you were going by Sarah Short? Yeah. Or was it? Yeah, yeah. I Sarah Short, I had Sugar Short, I had. Sugar Short was what it ended up being first, yeah, right? it was. Yeah, that was like my artist, my rapper name. Sugar all, Short. I had all the bars. You hey. <laughs> Never so short of the bars. Never. And they all sweet. You know, I realized, I was like, that name is kind of whack. <laughs> it's kind of whack. I got to figure something out. Yeah. So then I transitioned. <laughs> yeah. And we've been on hand to see that transition as well. Yeah. As well, as well. And it's dope that you know, you know Allie's daughter who's been on the scene, Folex getting the snaps, Man, things of that old. nature as well. Oh, so yeah. Allie, what were some other artists that you really enjoy seeing evolve? I know you have uh, a close relation with our 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 M E, aka Mr. Burns, aka oh King gosh. of Tallulah. Oh man, Jody. Like Ah, now this is the part that's probably gonna make me cry. God, I, I said I was not gonna do this. Like every Everybody. single artist I have a very close relationship with, right? But it's something about Jante. 
I, I, boy, he gonna be like, you said all my government names. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, there was a time when he asked me to manage him, and we've talked about this before, and I was like, Oof, I don't know, man. Like I had to really think about it because it was like I don't want to disappoint you, I don't want to let you down, blah blah blah. And I took a good, I think it was like forty-eight hours. I was like, let me let me pray about it, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So we tried it, and it just it did not work out. I helped him in a lot of other ways, but there were some things that was just like, I can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be good at this business side of things or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I'm grateful for that time because if I feel like it made us so much stronger, you know, mm-hmm. he gets me like a lot of people don't, I get mm-hmm. him in a lot of ways that people don't. Um, so of course I'm going to have a little stronger bond with Jody, you know, and then damn the, to me, the number one MC in Tulsa asked me to be his manager. Shit. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to do with this? Like, that's why it was overwhelming because it's like, yo, he could rap for like 72 hours straight. Like, does anybody understand what's happening here? You know, like he's that gifted. Well, it gets live in the dark time as well as the AM at seven. Gangsters popping tops for the seas, brethren's heavens. Only a corner for where you stand. I know shit is wild. Thugs are killing young man, spitting hands of the ones that's doing the feed. Fools watch you closely, it's greed and mean. It's patiently waiting for the day to get on. Rips on the shreds, partners violate. We owe the dip on the feds, fled to an old raggedy abandoned trap. Mathematically handled rap, past capacity. Quit asking me about my influences or release dates. Jeez, for peace sake, breathe to the beat break. Bygones be gone by yo. With a lurking dark shaded hallways. Precious steady bill when you call play. Cigarette memories, Paul Mason. Bottles empty. Earl has it known to wreck it. What I see is what you get through your stereo speakers. Everything that I've been through is a memory keeper. Staying ahead of the game, regardless of how the ball plays. The points wins over defense all day. All day, 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 all um i mean just on the scene like out and about i'm trying to remember if it was like sound pony or something that's where i met him no i met him at yeah i met him at the yeti he was the first person i ever seen rap like in tulsa because i went to college like rapidity rap like rap rap like (laughs) oh you can go for hours Mm -hmm. you don't have to stop you don't even need a water break oh and then wait a minute put him on stage with oil house because doc that's what i'm getting to next then i get my mind blown when i discover there's a whole collective of rappers that are all stars like there is no lack in talent in any single one of them and it was like it wait what it's a tulsa wu-tang like what's happening here and getting to see that in person was like like you know i have several videos on my youtube channel of me at the vanguard screaming in the background like oh my god oh like these shows were so phenomenal like verse got on a verse with raz Kaz. like that's that ridiculous super dope i'll never forget that it was such a good night and it's so it's all the things that i want to be able to share with people like yo this is why i said this album i'm really excited about because when i said on the last episode like these are the people who I've been watching grow and create for so long, like such a long period of time. And I know them, Mm -hmm. they're my friends. Like this, 
Chris Davis said this one time about we're living my dream, you know, like this is the kind of thing he wanted to do. And I'm like, ditto, man. Like I've always wanted to be able to go, yo, I know those people that made that really dope album you just heard. <laughs> like I know him. <laughs> like I'm I'm freaking elf. I know him. I know him. Like y'all, that's the best feeling ever. These so many creative types in our city, and not even musically, like there's just so many people here that I'm so proud to be able to go oh what your, your candle exploded on your coffee table let me send you to three or four different candle companies here in Tulsa that I know could help you you know like I literally circulate have like that. yeah circulate, circulate we know so many people here that do things they do their thing and I can refer you to someone locally what else do you need oh you need some water sure let me hit up you know whatever it is right. you know I'd like to take this time out to plug the Skyline Mansion Marketplace, March 27th, going 11 a.m. to oh, 4 yeah. p.m. Yes. Oh, yeah. Are you going to DJ again, Doc? I haven't asked Steph, but I hope I'm just in there like swimwear. I, I believe you will be back up on that balcony again. I have sure. a question, Ali. Mm -hmm. So I have like a significant memory of my first time in the Tulsa hip-hop music scene um do you do you have a specific memory or did or do you uh or did it just kind of happen naturally or i have a specific one but um do you remember the first time you were exposed to that tulsa scene that tulsa sound mm, the first time yeah and if i mean I, the first time or just a significant I, I just have yeah a lot of significant ones of course the one of steph going up against algebra like I just remember being like, oh my gosh, we're real. This is real life. <laughs> like I, I did. I never thought my life would turn out like that. Like I'm not able to buy hip hop growing up. Really, like I didn't have access to a lot of it. So I'm actually in it now. I'm living it. I'm immersed in it, and I'm around people who do it. Like they really, really do it. You know. Um, I would say so many moments at the Sound Pony. One of my favorites. <laughs> What was this for? Was this for gift wraps? Y'all forgive me because I'm not very good with details, but all I know is T-Rush got on the mic. I was DJing right behind her and she did a song that was to the beat of uh-huh, 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 what, uh-huh, you know, uh, that I can give it to you, but what you gonna do with it, right? With it, yeah. And so as soon as she was done, like I dropped the actual song and she turned around and went, like that, and there's a picture of her looking back at me with that look. I'm like, who was the photographer that captured that? Was it Mizo? I think it, that was just like, like such a shit. I, well, we just hit it perfect. Like we made a great team that night. Oh, another maybe hip hop moment or just an event. That song is gonna be stuck in my head now. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Cause I love I'm that. Song. Brush my teeth. What? What is that? The Have Plenty soundtrack, I think um no there was hold a, on pause because i'm thinking i'm the only person in the world who's seen this amazing please? amazing amazing film <laughs> uh, now i gotta look it up because i'm like it is on the have plenty soundtrack right it's jail felony yeah i and it's got method man and dmx on it it's a dope track what you gonna do look it up it's such a good yeah movie. also watch watch that movie like talk about a Wes Anderson-esque or a freaking uh uh what's his name director Sudian. director 
Woody Allen. It's like a really Woody Allen-esque film. I love it. <laughs> it's it's so really great. Oh, man. Shout out to Babyface for putting that out there to the world. That movie's great. Have yeah. Plenty is my oh, shit. That's right. That's right. Havilland uh, Savage and Lee Plenty. The uh, event that Gary put on, thanks for the invite, Gary Mason. Like, that was a personal hip-hop memory for me because... Okay. It was me DJing and doing whatever I wanted. And then at one point, Malachi jumped up and hooked up his, um, what is that board called that he plays on? Doc? The machine. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's just playing like random beats and stuff. And then I played a bunch of like acapellas, like just whatever I was feeling, or I might put another beat with his. It was like magic. I'm like, why didn't some, did we record this? Like, I feel like we have a recording of it somewhere, but it was so perfect. And I'm like, I want more days like that. Like I want more moments like that where I get to create with other people and make music and whatever. And ironically, go, shout out to Gary Mason. Like I actually am working on something with him now. So. Oh, bomb just dropped. Can we get like a little, you know, beep, 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 I'm, I'm trying a couple of little things here and there. So that's that's DJ Ali Shaw with DJ No Name. So and yeah. you know, Ali Shaw been killing it on these decks. Um, I think one of my more favorite events uh, that I can recall. Whenever you and oh, what is it? Uh, these samples ain't free. Yes. Oh man, we just had there was I had a memory pop up the other day. Um, it was Biggie's birth, or not birthday, the day he passed, actually, my bad, March 9th. Um, and we did it, was that two years ago, two, 2019? So that's me, DJ, why not get it right? It look, oh, excuse looks, me, DJ, so, why not, pardon me. Sorry. Yeah, he not. looks so much like Verse. I know, it's hard to distinguish. I know. Um, it's they're like, uh, it's like almost like twins. Evil twin, because like it's like that mustache. You got to. Yeah. But you know, you can never mistake DJ Why Not. He's usually got his shirt unbuttoned and big gold chains on. Oh, yeah, greasy gold chains. My yeah. homie Gustav is not really a fan, but he's kind of a fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gustav. Gustav van Banger. Yes. <laughs> Doc, when do we get to see him on the show? Is he going to ever make an appearance? Still lost in the void. I pulled him out for uh, uh, a quick cameo on Christmas Eve for our first radio show for OK One, which yeah. tune in Thursdays, 9.30, Doc Cree working on it. I bet uh, Nardwar could find him. We'll see. <laughs> which I ran to Evan the other day. He's like, did? Yeah, I was like, listen to that episode, man. Yeah. Oh, but also on These Samples Ain't Free, to me, the foundation is Sweet Baby Jesus. Yeah, shout um, out. Because that dude, he was switching back. He, he was switching so fast with his samples. Yo, like with the original and the uh the and they're version. 45s he's 45s. playing records when he does it these are records so yeah shout out to jay and and uh dj why not mm. verse put me on with dj why not so i like to you know but um yeah and <laughs> shout out fastler hall yes shout out to fastler hall um man that, that was some really good times. And then I also had another collective as well, the Boss Babes with DJ Kylie and DJ Face. I love playing with my girls. There was Those one night that we were awesome. all in different um, venues. Like, mm-hmm. let's see, where was I at? I was at the Max. Uh, Andy was at Rabbit Hole, I believe. And Kylie was at 
Fazler. Like we were all on the same strip. And I was like, yo, we got to get a picture tonight. Like, this is so dope. All the ladies holding it down on the block. Yeah. So, but we love to do the, the boss babes event. Um, because, you know, it would be like all women. So we would have like, maybe Tizzy was performing that night or Bambi or whoever. Um, and I was actually going to do a show um, on, well, that would have been March 20th. Yo, that's crazy. Last year with um, Bambi, um, Tori T, Mrs. Wortham. This is why I'm excited for the world to hear Mrs. Wortham because Jerrica doesn't really rap a lot. She has a lot of spoken word, but she don't rap any rap. So that was going to be like her introduction and then the pandemic hit and it was like, "Mm, maybe we need to cancel this or postpone it is what we thought. And DJ Kylie was going to be there. Um, So I saw the flyer again the other day. I was like, yo, this needs to still happen. I don't know how, but we're going to figure it out. So, yeah. It's worth doing because I know you you hold it down for the women and y'all come together to make some very, very strong events. Shout out to Rush Fest. Yes, T Rush. This is the part where I get to go, hey T Rush, can you hear me now? Okay, Allie. <laughs> okay, Allie with the with the notes. <laughs> we call her Allie with the notes. <laughs> we do that with each other when like there's something going on we need to talk about. I'll go into like some kind of a gospel y <laughs> it, it started because we went to Oklahoma City one night to see Tank and the Bangers. Hey. And we were tired and sleepy on the drive home. And I think she was driving. And so I just started acting real goofy and singing to her. And she's like, I can't, Allie, I can't stay awake. And I just started singing the whole way home. Because <laughs> I can't sing like her. Come on. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. That was funny. <laughs> you. No, but yeah. shout out to T-Rush who puts on rush fest every year like Ooh. how many dope artists have you seen at that music festival Man. like, I, like I need to get one of them shirts be malachi be rocking the shirts sometimes like, Man, I gotta get one of those. with them palm tree shirts yeah I, need, yeah I might know somebody that knows somebody to get you one all right need oh. a double xl <laughs> i've been on the double pizza xl yeah i've been too much pizza i gotta there's nothing weirder than like a dude with skinny arms but you see a little pledge going it's such a weird it's just weird look so you know what i'm saying i gotta you know That's i gotta cover it up gotta cover it up with the double xle you know what i'm saying Is it the and then just make sure keep COVID, the crunches hitting <laughs> yeah. no it's, my metabolism is like super weird mm. Mm. so is my appetite but yeah sometimes <laughs> i'll just get that little pizza gut little dad bod <laughs> Got like a little, little, little ab indentions in this little. <laughs> Have I told you about my stepdad with the pizza? Uh uh-uh. uh My stepdad has to have pizza every Saturday night. You're lying. Is he made of pizza now? He might as well be, but guess right. what? He, guess what he gave up for Lent? Oh, <laughs> y'all! Today, my mama said. Do you need to keep well, proximity or? She goes, well, I'm making this uh, pizza casserole for your stepdaddy. I said, wait a minute, hold on. Now what? I, he gave up pizza. She goes, well, it's more like spaghetti. It's just, you know, but it's got like pizza toppings. And I said, oh, so he's, so it, because it's not on bread, then it's not, it's okay. But he's still getting the toppings. And she was like, well, and I thought, oh God, <laughs> like, this is why I am the way I am. There's <laughs> like- a debate in the food world because by that same logic, I mean, come on. Anything. pepperoni 
black olive, onion, tomato, basil, garlic. These are all things I will put on a salad. You just named a Delini slice. That was the and then drizzle it in uh, drizzle it in olive oil. (laughs) Now they got the Alfredo pizzas too. That's hey, but you know what I like too is just the olive oil with the garlic. I don't even need a sauce sometimes. That's real true Italiano. Hey, that's where I'm trying to get. Okay, see you there. Let's go. Let's go, Sarah. Let's go. I'll see you there. You get wow. the bread. You dip the bread in the oil or garlic, or you dip your bread in your wine if you're, you know, doing it old school. Whatever. Old school. Yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> Wait. So he really eats pizza. You know what's crazy? My Italian every Saturday they eat spaghetti and meatballs every Sunday. Hmm. What? Can I come to your? Can I come to this family dinner? <laughs> Y'all, it's so bad that. He doesn't eat the whole thing, right? He orders a whole pizza for himself and he probably has like a few slices and he freezes the rest. So y'all just <laughs> so one time, pizza? well, so one time my cousin's husband, he, which he's pretty much my cousin now too, but he was stuck at my mom and stepdad. The, I think it was when the blizzard hit or an ice storm or something. And he was like, oh my gosh, I can't go. He had to stay there. Mm-hmm. And the power went out and he said to my stepdad, Cecil, you got any emergency pizza in the freezer? <laughs> and ever since then like that's what we all call it like you got an emergency pizza and then like my mom will call me does anybody want this emergency pizza y'all can just take it home and it's really good you just warm it up in the oven it's not bad wow <laughs> he don't eat the whole thing he has to have a fresh one every time he anyway wow. shout out to my stepdaddy and the emergency yeah. pizza emergency pizza yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I had to give it up for lint Oh, yeah, man. I know he's hurting too. Like Easter cannot get here quick enough. Like he's never given anything up for Lent in his life either. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm is- proud of him for trying it. You know, I was yeah, like, Jesus can do it 40 days and 40 nights. You can do it too, step daddy. Yeah, <laughs> got the casseroles going. Yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> gotta be car- gotta be casserole careful though. <laughs> right. No, gotta be casserole careful. Like really, mom? Pizza casserole? <laughs> like hot pockets or something? Right. <laughs> oh, she had me cracking up. Uh, Ali, you, you, we've talked about T. Rush. Uh, we are talking currently, speaking with Miss the great Miss Ayla. Uh, who are some other women attached to this Fila project that uh, inspire you, and why? I'm, I know you touched on some others earlier as well, Miss Jerrica Wortham, Bambi. Uh, but yeah, like let me get a let me get a good rundown because there's a very, very awesome, strong representation um, of our, of strong women in this culture. Uh, yeah. of Tulsa hip hop and, and music and artistry and entrepreneurship. So yeah, please. Well, let's, let's see. Christina Suarez um, is an angel mm. here on earth. Um, she sings like one. She is one. <laughs> like she's such an amazing human being. Um, if you have ever gotten an opportunity to hear her sing live, it's like, I ch- I challenge you not to get goosebumps. Like, there's no way that you won't. Um, she's just such a phenomenal human being. And I one of my favorite songs from her, the woman song, you know? Mm. We can keep it the woe and woman. They say the future's female, but we've been woman. standing here. 
Like I said that to her the other day. I, I got in my stance. So I said, they say the future's female, but we've been standing here. I did like that. And she went, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, you wrote that, girl. You wrote that. Are recently yeah 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 this is that uh this past sunday okay you know we got, when we got, had our our fun uh, announcement fun announcement <laughs> okay right right yeah and uh let's see asha asha another okay. voice of an angel mm-hmm. um was just listening to one of the tracks again today from the album and when i tell y'all tony foster jr gonna get tired of me yeah <laughs> <laughs> I need you on my outgoing message. What's up, sir? Like, sir, can you make me an alarm that wakes Ring me up tone? in the morning? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. Alicia, it's time for you to wake up. Like, I just, I, that's all I need is just a voice memo, and I can make it in my alarm. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, him and Asha are on this track together, and mm-hmm. it's so like their voices came together so beautifully. Um, but anything Asha touches, like she just so light and airy and she just she, and again another very beautiful spirit and soul very hard working takes her craft very seriously all of these artists do tizzy, tizzy. yo tizzy is my baby like tizzy is like the most free-flowing spirit you'll ever meet in your life True. um tizzy she's does like a, what, a woodland nymph yes like like tizzy does what she wants to do at all i've times. actually learned a lot from her in that aspect like she's just mm, i don't have space for that kind of person <laughs> yeah you know oh yo, yo very direct yeah point, like point. i'm not going to do that i'm going to right. do this <laughs> whatever's on the brain yeah will come will come through and and when you are with her though it's like man cherish this moment because mm-hmm. you're standing here with someone who's very spiritually connected and grounded and she's so young so it's like I keep looking at it like you've been here before. I know you. You I've seen you before. I don't know. So uh I recall an article in the voice, Tulsa Voice, um, that they got, you know, some pictures and quotes from Ayla and Tizzy about. And I remember like li- reading that, reading y'all's words in that interview and thinking like, man, I don't man, this I've never seen 
uh, a publication make a point to speak to young, strong female voices, you know, young, strong black female voices, you know, and they yes. were y'all, y'all were covering uh, was it uh, sexuality and a few other things in that, and I was just thinking like, wow, like, yeah, you know, peers of my age, we never thought like we would have a platform or anybody would have a platform and just like pop up like that, but I love that it's uh, the younger ones leading the charge uh, in these areas and these combos. Of, of concerning in conversation they are so vocal and what i love about you know i'm gonna say sarah's generation my daughter you know their age they don't i don't want to say it in a mean way like they don't take no shit it's not like that it's just like they learned earlier than i did right on what they want what they deserve mm-hmm. and what they will not tolerate mm-hmm. and they know how to set their boundaries let's put it that way um and that, that's a lot of things that I feel like, you know, my generation is kind of like, well, sometimes you just got to sacrifice sleep or whatever it is. It's like, no, they don't have to do that. For example, my daughter, right? She's pregnant right now. And, and something last Sunday I was out. First of all, I'm definitely turning into a grandma because now I make her a little sack. <laughs> and I put things in it, like all the time, like, oh, I found this random old camera bag in an estate sale. I thought you'd like it. Like, why did I buy an old camera bag? Like, wow. but she loved it, right? right? I bought extra Girl Scout cookies and put a couple boxes in there. I found an old vintage t-shirt, put that in there for young trunks because he makes shirts, you know, for hysteria. So I'm making them this sack. I keep a running bag like my mother does for me. And I write their names on it, Lexi and Jacob, you know. And so I'm going to go drop it off. And she said, you know, kind of the last minute was like, mom, I'm really sorry, but I just really need to rest today. I'm so tired. And it's my only day. Like she works a lot still. And I'm just really tired. And I said, no problem, honey. You know, do you? And I thought, thank God she learned now. You know, I don't think I learned that until I was late thirties, you know, like it's a lot of things that I did looking back and I'm like, yo, why didn't I set my boundaries with that person? Like they took a lot of my time, you know? Um, and they don't do that. They, I'm talking to you, Sarah. Like they don't do that. They just say, oh, I'm going to answer my phone when I feel like it. That's what a voicemail is for or a text or whatever. I'll get with you and I'm ready to get with you. Mm. So I love that about them. It can be mm. a double-edged sword, <laughs> but it, it's true. But, but it's a it's better to have both edges than, than the yeah, one. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, you have definitely. To, it's the self-care generation, right? Like we keep hearing that term over and over, but it's self-love. it's more than that. It's more than self-care. It's it's self-awareness. It's self-love. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to do me and then I can do you. You know what I mean? Sorry. Yeah, but we learned it from y'all though. You know what I'm saying? I think we I learned hope. From y'all. No, we did. We did. Because <laughs> <laughs> it comes, the apple gotta fall from somewhere so yeah I think for me it was more about I hope she learns from my mistakes kind of feeling um even on the you know the dating stuff I'm like oh thank you god for sending her Jacob (laughs) like she she got a good one thank you god (laughs) yeah landscape can be treacherous is the census say it can very much so get a good one you better keep up yeah i'm still waiting for my good one my you know i've lived my life in reverse i always tell people like oh i'm doing everything backwards i'm gonna get married when i'm older (laughs) like i had a kid first at 20 
and everything I've been doing has been like all the things that I'm doing now, like being out on the scene at Sound Pony with Sarah, who's 21 and I'm 40 something. <laughs> like it, I don't see myself as somebody's mom. I never really have felt the age thing. I feel like at 90 something, I'm still going to be dressing like this. Like as you should. I, I just want to be me and I don't care if I'm still locked in the 1990s. You can deal with it. <laughs> okay, I heard that. I heard that. I'm gonna do me some people need to hear that though because they be trying to ride the wrong wave just ride your wave just do what you want wear what you want rock what you want like you're gonna see me come out look cute every once in a while I'll pop my booty out a little bit whatever you know you might get a little mm, breast a little bit but I don't need to do that I don't need to do that <laughs> that, that's for someone else behind closed doors. <laughs> this is the empowerment segment. Yes. <laughs> Brought to you by Silhouette Sneakers and Art. Yo, did I tell y'all about this jacket I found at Silhouette though? Please spill. Okay, I almost don't want to, but I'm pretty sure I got it locked. Okay. I did not realize that Fivish had the vintage section, right? Oh yeah, shout out to Fivish. This whole time I thought it was Gary doing it, right? Mm. So I find this leather jacket, and it's all the Godfather. Like it has quotes from the Godfather. I don't know which one you're talking about. It's it's mine. It is <laughs> mine. It's I buy it after you buy it. <laughs> <laughs> looking at um, you know, hey, well, it might end up gone tomorrow you never i may leave it to you in my will because that's how true. <laughs> like y'all bequeath to you one godfather jacket <laughs> say what right you never the- go against the family <laughs> take the cannolis like Y'all, the lines from it and everything is like quotes from the movie on the sleeves i'm like who so anyway, I cannot wait to get this jacket off. Which reminds me, I gotta hit up Coop before she goes. Allie, I've been holding it for a week. <laughs> hey, wow. that was a pretty dope impersonation. Shout out Coop with. Right. Oh, did, I, did I do one? You was a pretty decent. Like I, I, I heard it. I heard you know, it. You know that's my thing, though, right? I heard when, it on the fly. When, when Sarah said it was lit in 1975, I'm like, well, that's when SNL was. Oh yeah. And I wanted to be on SNL. Like it was my dream to do that. Mm-hmm. First episode, George Carlin, do- your special guest for the evening. Yeah, I can do impressions. I used to do them all the time in high school. I just don't as much anymore. Which makes sense why you kill it on the radio, why you get to do work for casts like Feral Manch and Fonte on <laughs> albums and things. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you hear the, hold on, have plenty of reference. Plink, uh, plink, plink. <laughs> I'm name, I'm name dropping here, folks. Okay, <sighs> Allie, you've been doing it big, um, and we appreciate all that you've done for Tulsa. As far as you know, definitely 105.3, because I remember, you know, my fondest memories are are uh, from the Saturday uh, rewind. My mother and I used to roll around and listen to this. You know what I'm saying? You know, man, back when I didn't have wheels. You know what I'm saying? Had to get them rise, dog. You know what I'm saying? So. Wait, uh, this is before you could drive, Doc. Well, I before I had, I was like in between some wheels. And, okay. Uh, yeah, and before that, I was just like you know, always had a tape in the deck or something like that. But 
You know what I'm saying? I was getting back into the radio after like an absence for so long. And, you know, AB, of course, you know what I'm saying? Shout yeah. out, shout out, big, huge shout out to my man AB. And then Ali Shaw is like the two names you just know from 105.3. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And that day you played Mike D Yo. with the uh, with the Deftones sample on. I was like, man, Mama Jones was a real star. <laughs> man that was such a great day too because i remember you know a lot of times if i play a song that has that strong of a like stark difference in the sample right mm-hmm. who if anyone turned on the rec the radio right when the deftones was on you know they're gonna be like, do what? i have the right station like what's going on i've had um dolly parton playing one time mm. and it was of course i will always love you because it was the cover you know whitney did the cover of it and people were wigging out. I think I played Islands in the stream one time too. And they'll call me like, what the hell's going on? This ain't a country station. And they just want to cuss me out. And I'm like, yo, have you never listened to my show? Let me let me educate you just for a second. And I go into my spiel like, this is a, this is a segment called the back to back. I just played a song that had the sample. Have you ever heard Whitney do? I will always love it. Well, yeah. Then it started to change. I'm like, finally, people got used to it. But y'all in the beginning, but people were tripping. We're trying to, and we're trying yeah. to enlighten it expand awareness just a little bit because if you don't time for you to be educated just a little bit (laughs) just a little bit so with that uh you've done a lot of really dope 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 things with any industry like is there something that you would point to you as like i that you would say like is a dream job that you would have within the industry oh my gosh i would love several dreams i would love to be the imaging person on a radio station. I actually did um, submitted a demo to a station in New York not too long ago to be the voice of their station. It didn't go through. It's okay though. But it's still my goal and my dream. Like I want to be the lady, like if you're listening to K-Jams, you hear our Mm -hmm. voiceover guy, his name is Milk, right? And he's like, you're listening to 105 K-Jams, hip hop an r&b hit like i want to be that person oh okay Okay. and i've been it before i've actually did for our country station one of our country stations through perry broadcasting i may it may still be on there i don't know (laughs) i don't ever get to listen to them but yeah that's one of my goals i want to be on as many classic hip-hop albums as possible for all of my favorite MCs like I got now I can say I'm on an album with Phil Munch I'm on an album with Fonte and Big Pooh like who the hell would have ever thought I would say I'm on Little Brothers album <laughs> I'm on Phil Munch's new album with his band 13 like this is crazy but like I want to keep doing those kinds of things mm-hmm. and I don't care what it is like if they're like well we need you to act country as hell oh no problem I got that you know let me do some voiceover work for you right <laughs> Well, this is Ali Shaw with your weekend rewind. We got Randy Travis coming up next. <laughs> right here on 105 KJMs, hip hop and RB hits. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, but let's see. Motherfucking I, I'm thinking of a, thinking of dreams, like dreams and goals. Like I, voiceover work is like my passion. Like it's mm. even today, I had to cut a commercial for Divis. And it's like, oh, I get to get in my domestic violence bag you know like i gotta be real serious and be like you're not alone we're here for you call this number yeah girl and i think a lot of it is different when like you've lived that 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been through something like that. So I know what that feels like to go, should I call somebody and ask for help or risk getting my ass beat again? Like, you know, you don't want to go through that as a woman, but it's imperative right now, y'all. The pandemic has done a lot to people in domestic violence situations. In homes, yeah. Yeah. It's highlighted. It's highlighted and it's um, it's it's brought from the mud too for some people. It's, it's yeah. Uh, what you thought wasn't there, you know, kind of appeared. And I yes. think that's through a lot of situations, but specifically that one. So this yeah. is why we keep saying things like give people grace. Y'all, this is a very difficult time for a lot of people. Practice forgiveness. I'm saying this to myself. I got someone I need to forgive right now. And I'm like, mm, I'm gonna let you wait a little bit longer because I wasn't ready. Um but yeah, okay, go. I have my goals. Let's see what else. I have one more that I was going to tell you is the hip hop album thing, anything voiceover related. Um, I just want to be the best dang grandma that ever was. Oh, that's my number one goal. Oh, I don't know too much. And you got one out of me. It was involuntary. You got an involuntary awe out of me. Well done. Yay, I succeeded. <laughs> I, f- I feel unclean. No. <laughs> <laughs> we got to see it. It goes totally against brand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hard to love it, Doc. Love it. Yeah. All right. So um those I feel are very, very, very obtainable given the plethora of skills that you have. And then also I feel like your karma bank is is overflowing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with blessings, so. blessings. you know what i'm saying and he'd be paid to you um <laughs> so i'm gonna pull that real see we hit that jackpot on you one time for the one time um so speaking with the many different uh uh speak well speaking of goals and dreams period like what is your dream for this fire and little africa project as its whole uh, my dream for any person who listens to this is ah i was just thinking about this i hope that some healing starts to take place um ah damn it because it's so powerful and one thing that people need to remember too is like you're gonna see a range of emotions right you're gonna see like hurt pain frustration love I mean, like it's every, it's everywhere. Happiness, joy, we got this, you know, like you're going to see a lot of, it's kind of like when you birth a child, every emotion imaginable comes out of you. Like you cry, you're happy. Like, yeah, oh my God, is that my baby? She, she looks like me. Like, it's just such an overwhelming feeling. And it's like, that is what I hope for people. Like, I hope some of these songs hit you the way they've been hitting me in my chest the past, what week? So doc, like, that we've been listening like there's mm. certain ones that i will go back to that i'm like yo i just need to well you've like mentioned you, it's our Foster world be, yeah it's our like, world you keep mentioning yo, that track with him and nasha lacole him, him and nasha gonna get tired of me because i just that song like yo you can see the vision of it you can see like this is a horrible thing that happened to a lot of people and it was unnecessary and my hope is that that will never happen again. That history will never repeat itself. And that, um, oh my God, 
the people who were affected by that, whether directly or indirectly or any of their um, descendants, shout out to ME, mm-hmm. any of their descendants feel that and know this will not happen again. And I say that in a way, speaking from the ally perspective, like, please know that there are some of us out here, a lot of us actually, and some of us are probably quiet. So remember that too, that some of us don't know what to say. Um, We don't want that shit to happen again either. So I'm gonna stand on Tate Brady's former mansion and laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet you just rolling right now, ain't you? You just rolling over seeing all these people on your front yard. Y'all can tell them what I'm doing. You know, it makes me feel like I'm coming from that descendant perspective. Like he could potentially have been a great, 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 great uncle or some shit. Like I, it would be me saying back to him, like, man, F you and what you and your crew did to humanity. F you. They um, both just gave me the finger. That's what I. <laughs> Oh, well, y'all both just gave me the finger. I'm, just real, like, damn, like, yeah. I'm the only one looking like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> I don't want to tell them that's what I was doing, but yeah. Like, I just, it's a big, you know, um, yeah, it middle hurts up. my heart so much that that happened. You know, we've talked several times about when I first learned about the race massacre and all of that. And it's like, it was so, it was just painful. And I think a lot of it too was like, I am in this city right now. I live here now. What happened here? And then you can't help but think about where you're walking and who touched that ground. And it's, yeah, you know, like you cannot help but think about it now. It's very, it's very real. Those emotions and that, that, that feeling when you're walking in it, like, dang, is my neighbor, is my house sitting on some property? Cause I stay North. So I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. I think of that often you know too. I've, That's real. I'm not far off of Admiral and I always wonder like, what hmm. part of town am I in? I try hmm. to think of like that era, you know, we can't help but do that now because of the, the centennial, we're approaching that time. I think hmm. that's a lot of it, but. Energy never dies though. It does not. I firmly believe that. And let me tell you, I do a lot of grounding. I go out and put my bare feet in that grass. Cause I'm like, I know what's in this soil. So yeah. how can I help you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do I need to right. see for you? What do we need to do here? How right. can we make this better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, ah, Doc, you made me cry. I mean, I didn't mean to, but you know what I'm saying? That's, you know, saying for our listeners out there, just that's, that's how we all feel, you know? Yeah. Um, it's how we all feel. And then some about this project and i hope actually nah it's not even a hope now you know what i'm saying i just got that faith that it is going to touch a lot of folks in its many facets and form from the curriculum to um the documentary to this album you know like i said we're like now we can just about listening to um well almost a weekend to listening to uh selections that have made it uh we've mentioned um some you know, real emotional tuggers like been through it all. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, drowning, one of my favorites. Uh, and then It's Our World. There's a reason why I feel like those tracks replaced. You know, I love the flow of this album yeah. and how those replaced, those tracks replaced. Mm-hmm. So it's a great story. And then one, one of the reasons why I said, like, 
be prepared for any type of emotion because there may be some tracks on there that most, especially if you're a new hip hop listener, you might be a little offended. Good. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what Good. it's supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> what it's supposed yeah. To do. yeah. Because because the past is offending. That shit was offending. Yeah. Right. It's you know what I'm saying. So of course, like we said, energy never dies. So of course, some of the energy that really all the energy that comes off this album is just a recirculation of the energy that was created during that moment the pain the despair the anger um the heartbreak the you know all of that yes it it should be reflected and it's being expressed through you know these creatives who you know like how many times have we heard people say well i didn't know about the race massacre until i heard steph's album you know Mm. visions from the tisdale or born on black wall like he was talking about it frequently and then you've got all these other artists that's you know kind of doing the same thing and it's like y'all are literally teaching history lessons to people like you don't Mm. even realize you're doing that with your your lyrics Mm. like that's amazing that they did that you know and ellie you said uh you mentioned before like you know about the first time you uh had learned about the race massacre uh when was that trying to remember what year it was i moved here in 2000 Mm-hmm. And I graduated from TCC in 2005. It took me five years to get a two-year degree. <laughs> Yo, because hey, you know you gotta, gotta work part time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta stay grinding. You gotta think. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta work in the financial aid department with your best friend Maisha, and everybody call you the Ishas. <laughs> Alicia and hey. Alicia and Maisha. We are the Ishas. But yeah, no, we, Aisha, oh, she go, oh, now see, I, Mimi, I didn't do it. I didn't get to know you oh, better. I'll be, I'll doc. She going to be like, I can't believe he started singing. They used to always sing that to me when I was a kid. <laughs> Another bad creation. ABC. What in cats? ABD. I don't know. I want to know too. Shoot. Can we get an ABC reunion? <laughs> hey, for sure. And the boys, I need the boys to be the opener. <laughs> and so for real. Yeah. And so for real, and uh, hello, <laughs> will you ever dream of yeah. uh, boat, 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 boat. <laughs> in the hall. The, uh, boat, boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, okay, what year? What year? It was early 2000s, I'll just say that, and um. I was taking the African-American history course at Tulsa Community College. I hate that I cannot remember my, wait, I don't want, I've been trying not to use the word hate. Shout out to CO2. I really dislike, and shout out to Alma, my mother. <laughs> we don't use the word hate. Mm. Um, I dislike that I cannot remember her name. Um, she was a white woman and she told us about it in class and and I thought like it was a big part of our textbook but it was not I found it recently actually and it was only like a paragraph yeah what we learned was because of her and then of course my classmates like I was in complete shock and I just remember being like wait what this happened here and um Janetta Williams she was in my class there were several people but she really stands out in my mind but she they were all like yeah girl you know you never been to Greenwood I was like I don't know. Uh, so? Janetta Williams. Yeah. She run the Miss Black Oklahoma pageant. Yes, she does. And she got that's, the best smile in Tulsa. That's my Annie, dog. Shut up. Janetta's your Annie? That's my Annie, Janetta, dog. Ooh, he said that's my so 
much, man. dog. That's, that's and that's also Oklahoma right there. Yes, Boom. it is, honey. We no, 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 no. It, it. I'm everywhere. Let's, let's be. This is where I, 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 I try to keep it humble, but now more than ever, I'm seeing like, no, dog. I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. I could take you somewhere where you will be in, in a room full of people you never met before in your life. You could vibe. And it'll be just five minutes from where you're sitting, like right now. You just got to get out. Are you the Kevin Bacon of Tulsa? Oh, mm. uh, dang. I'm kind of like Uwatu the Watcher for the uh, <laughs> Marvel comic readers out there. Like, I'm just sent to observe. Mm. I'm just here to observe. Because then, like, Judy Easy McIntyre, she's your Annie, too? Mm hmm. Like, that just blew my mind. Like, yeah. really? Senator yeah. McIntyre? Yeah. Okay, so we, we learned about that in the class and um, it was very shocking. And of course, a lot of my classmates were like, yeah, that happened here. You should go down to Greenwood. You should check this out, that and that. And I just remember being devastated because it was like, how did I grow up two hours from here? And I never heard this in my life. Mm -hmm. And at that oh, well, point I would have been, let's see, I was 25 in 2000. So I was in my mid to early, you know, yeah, mid twenties. And I think it could have also been a shift for me you know, for my, how I raised my daughter, um, because it was always very important. Her dad and I, you know, of course broke up, like we weren't together, but it was always very important to me that she knew her dad's side of the family, that no matter what, like she's still connected, you know, I'm not, a child mm -hmm. is not a pawn, ladies, let me just talk about take a moment. it. A child is not a pawn, she should still, he or she should still see the daddy's family. Okay. Regardless of what happened, you know, between shout you out to the birthright living legacy, my brother Marquise, he has a foundation that is dedicated to that very mission. Mm. Okay, we need to talk. Mm. Me and your brother need to talk. It was very important to me, um, and so there was a shift in even the way I would teach her about certain things or whatever. Because, you know, if I've never said this before, my daughter's biracial, um, so her dad is black and. Pfft, all kinds of other, Cuban, I think they have in their family. Like it's a lot of, a lot of Native American. Her grandmother is like one of the most beautiful women you ever seen in your life. Um, so, but it was important to me that, you know, I kept her educated. And so it was like, oh my gosh, how do I, then you do the thing where you're like, how do I tell my child about what happened here? And how, where does that come in? And so even as she got a little older, I don't even really know that we, had a super deep discussion about it. I think it just kind of became a gradual thing over time. Um, what else was I about to say about that? But anyway, yeah, it was just shocking. It was very shocking and it was hurtful. Um, it also reminded me of an instance when, you know, we found some information about Lexington, Oklahoma in the back of my eighth grade history book mm. and how it was a, what they call it, a sundown town, sundown essentially. Town. Yeah. And that if you were, if you're a person of color, you know, and you were caught there after dark, you would be lynched in the town square. And of course my brain goes, I, I play on those in the, wow, the gym, the, the monkey bars and the swings and right. the thought of that in the park that I grew up playing in was like, that's what they used to do in that park where I played as a child. Like what the hell, you know, why See, do people do that? Yeah. You're talking about the energy resonating um especially for spaces like that and i think about one of my favorite push the t lines off that first clip album hell have no fury uh 
actually not nah, it was malice and he like the line was like uh the same land we used to make figures at that is the same land you used to hang niggas at and i'm like virginia yeah. Yeah. and that that energy is like in those spaces in our impoverished areas you know still languishing and any opportunity to help refunnel that energy or help change that energy you know what i'm saying yes. it can't be created it can't not be destroyed it can be changed you know it can be changed and redirected and it's kind of like <clears throat> we talk about i think we talked about this before but like rocky how he was fearful right he was full mm -hmm. of fear but he learned how to harness his feel fear and win his fights right so it's like that it's like how do we take all of that big <laughs> ball of energy that's what's happened with fire little africa that's all i gotta say hey no, right. they harnessed that energy these artists have harnessed that energy when i tell you the ancestors are speaking through every single one of these creatives on this album like yeah. you're gonna be amazed it's so real it's so real yeah i just so i i love that you know um we always ask people ask folks what their life philosophy <laughs> is in I, I believe that that nurture, that nurture feeling that's, that you can't help it, it, it emanates, it brims from, <laughs> from, your, from your pores, you know, uh, that's something that even if it's not like what you're trying to drive is in philosophy, I think folks pick that up off of you the most. Um, and it's an infectious, you know what I'm saying? Like no one's ever in a, in a, in a, in a gruff when Ali Shaw's around, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if they are, they're not long, you know? Yeah, I hope not. I mean, there there have been some instances in my life when I feel like I've been misunderstood. Mm -hmm. um, I have a, I have my daddy's temper. Mm. I have a short temper sometimes. And um, that's one thing I, quality I do not really like about myself. Um, but most of the time it's because I'm probably really stressed out. Like I have a lot on my plate and it's a lot going on in the background that you have no idea <laughs> what's happening. And um, for those instances, when I feel like I've been misunderstood or whatever, you know, I had to go through something not too long ago. And all I could think was, I'm just going to pray about it, you know, like, and hope that someday they'll come back and go, oh, you actually have my best interest in mind. Yeah, I was trying to help you. You know, I, I didn't, I, I want you to win and I don't care who you are. Like, I want you to win. I want you to be your best self. Like if I have to come down on you in any way, shape or form, I'm doing it for a reason. I really am a mom. Like it's who I am. To have around you. Like those are the people you want around you. you do no, yes, men. That's what no, I yes, men. You told me one of the first pieces of, because I asked you for advice. You said, don't have any yes men around you. Don't you do it, Sarah. Don't be out here, you know, twerking and doing all kinds of stuff with everybody around you going, yeah, girl, yeah. And your music is trash. I'm going to be the first one to be like, hey, you Listen, have to do all that. Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> I'm not saying anything's wrong with twerking. Don't get me wrong. There's no, a time and a place. Shout out to Big Frida. <laughs> like, that's your role. You know? You know yeah, Big Frida is the best at oh. what she does. So, but my point is like, if that ain't you, you know, <laughs> like I've had a lot of artists that come to me and ask for advice. And I, the first thing I say is like, are you open to constructive criticism? Because mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't want to lie to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most times they're really not. They just said that because they just wanted me to listen to their song. 
Mm. And it's like, but then there are some who go like, I won't put her out there because I'm so proud of her. Years, y'all, years, this girl has been sending me music. Her name is Carmen Cavalier. Mm. She started sending me music like in, I feel like it was 2011. It's been a long time, maybe mm. not that long, but anyway. And every time she would ask for my opinion and I'd be like, yeah, just not in the beginning. It'd be like, I don't know. I just feel like you need to do this or it's not really you or, you know, whatever. Now she got a song on the radio. Mm. Like, and knowing that I've seen, like with all these other artists on the project, I've watched you grow and just keep getting better and improving on your craft. Like you take it serious. And not to say that my opinion is the best. I'm just saying like, go to the people who are not going to tell you lies. <laughs> like, don't lie to tell me. Tell people the truth. <laughs> don't lie to me. Yeah, please don't lie. So, yeah. All right. Well, you know, I'm about to ask, and I hope you thought about this. Uh, kind that of. Famous, that, that famous phrase, Mama Tulsa, yeah. everything is us. Yeah. What does that mean to you? It means that it's on my arm. It is on your arm. It is in yeah. your skin. It's in your bloodstream. The energy is in your bloodstream. Shout what out to it? Janae for making hey. that happen. She Shout made out. the tattoo in my handwriting and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is us is about relationship. It is about if you have my back, I have yours. We live in a city where we don't really got it like that sometimes, right? Like it's mm-hmm. hard enough just to get by. So do you have a talent that I can um, barter with you on? You know, like, Doc, do you need a commercial written and produced for your show, the Fire and Little Africa podcast? Would you mm-hmm. like for me to make you sound amazing? Blah, blah, I can do that. I have those kinds of skills. When I need something from you, I'm pretty much gonna expect you to be there. <laughs> Like that's kind of the, what everything is us to me. Like it's about relationship. We have all in this community made something because of that. And not to say that people aren't getting paid or we don't get paid. And there are the, oh no, I have to get paid every time people. And I respect that, right? Like if you ask me to haul my speakers to the max, I gotta get paid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I got to have my cash. However, if Majda said, Allie, we're about to shut down we got to do everything we can. I'm there. Don't worry about it. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Because that's my girl. That's Majda. You know what she did for me? She put me on a stage with DJ P. Come on, fam. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so everything is us is about relationship. It's about um, taking care of each other. But it's so much more than that. Like, that's just the first thing that comes to my mind. Like, then you can get deeper into the, well, everything is us is like the foundation of where everything came from. Like, let's go back to the motherland. Let's go back to like where real art and music and everything really truly came from. Let us not forget the pioneers and, and those who, who started all of these rhythms and drum patterns and the things that we hear in today's music. These are, there's nothing new under the sun. You know what I mean? Like, Twelve notes. <laughs> I don't know. I could, I could go on, but, um, the main thing that I was really reflecting on was it's relationship y'all. I keep thinking about Jerrica Wortham and that shirt we build and fam. Like she said it, you know, she, she said it right there. Everything is us. We have circulated in our own 
hip hop community, um, music, whatever you wanna call it, art. Um, we've all been doing this for several years now and now it's time for the world to see that, what we've been building here together. And I'm so proud of everybody, <laughs> like beyond measure. We build in fam, we build in relationships, we're building community, we're building culture. Uh, and hopefully, yes, foundation, because this is just the start. This is, this, is the be this is the beginning of something great. Yes, it is. And we're building something super, 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 super solid. Um, Ali Shaw, always, 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 always a pleasure. Thank to, you, Doc. To, to chit chat. Ayala, hey, thank you very, very much for sitting in with us, being a, a conduit. I needed I needed someone that knew Miss Miss Shaw a little a little deeper than than a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It was a toss-up between you and Mal, but you know, we had to do this one, had to do this one for the ladies, you know. Yes. You know thank you for that. Women's history month. Yeah. Shout out to the women. Which yeah. that was one of the dopest lessons in Fresh when I had had y'all on for like the All Ladies Gym. Oh my gosh, Back yo, that's Pastor. like one of the best things ever. Just being able to say I played lessons in Fresh. <laughs> like, uh -huh. like, I feel like on my uh, what's it called? My resume. <laughs> no, yes, it I'm is. Fresh. Like I'm always gonna go back to that link on Mixcloud. When yeah. I DJed the very first time at Lessons in Fresh with Sound Pony, and it's Doc. Oh, Doc is talking all over my mix, like yo. Ali Shaw, Ali Shaw. Like there was a part when some cool in the gang started to come on and he was like, oh my God. <laughs> I don't even know what he said. I was like, ah, it's not talking on my mix. Like, it was so excited. <laughs> I didn't even know how to do that shit. And they took me under their wing. Like little bird that I was, it was like, here, put the vinyl on like this. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's how you don't scratch it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Doc. Everything is us, Sarah. Everything is us. I'm telling y'all, we got a solid foundation over here. When yeah. the first time that the when the first time Mama Tulsa, you were called Mama Tulsa. Can you recall that? Steph. Steph. It's, it's a Facebook post floating somewhere, and, and wow. it'll come up in memory posts. And all he said was, "Ali Shaw is Mama Tulsa." And the first time I heard it, I was like, "Ah." I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. That's how it felt. Like, I can't even lie. But the very first time I did not embrace it. I was like, oh, I don't know how to feel about this. And then over time, it was like, you do remember you're like almost in your 40s. Like, chill out, you know, like, it's, that's how they view you're an elder, right? And so then over time, you know, stuff happens when you hit your 40s. You're kind of like, oh, crap, you know? And um, yeah, so I started to embrace it. And then it was like, I don't kind of it's a term of endearment okay i get this thank you very nice i appreciate a super super duper super extreme term of endearment because mm -hmm. you are very dear and endeared okay so this would be so old school like if you know you're on the radio yo yo i want to give a shout out to dj romeo rest in peace mm. i want to give a shout out to these are all my mentors aaron bernard mm -hmm. the old school maestro listen to him sundays on k jams from 6 p.m to 11 p.m I want to give a shout out to Big City, Ramallah mm -hmm. Hometown Heat, Utopia, um, Rita Washington, rest in peace. Um, I want to give a shout out to Terry Monday. Why did I get emotional? I want to give a shout out to Terry Monday who gave me the opportunity. And yes, I'm going to tell y'all this right now. 
to be the music director at K Jams. So now I'm working directly with the programming department and then we'll have a special announcement coming soon. So this is the only reason why I'm telling you all this. Mm-hmm. So basically that means I have to go out and try to find good music to play on the radio that are local Easy. artists. Peasy. Try, I have to try to find you guys. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. I get to work directly with the programming department and, um, and it, it has been a goal of mine for many years for that to happen. And it's happening and it makes me so happy. So shout out to Terry Monday for allowing that to happen. Um, shout out to my mama, shout out to my stepdaddy, my brother, my sister-in-law, my niece and nephew, Jacob Young Trunks. And last, but most certainly not least, shout out to my beautiful daughter and the whole Fire and Love Africa team. I cannot forget anyone. I'm, I'm like, I got to have my shout outs, Doc. I'm sorry. I'm old school. Good show. Yeah. Get him. <laughs> All right. Super shots. So it was a great, great, great combo with one of our very special guests. That's episode 50 for y'all. Uh, this one's for the ladies, you know what I'm saying? And our queens out there. Hey, yo, I'm Doc Free. Want to say special shout out to our co-host tonight, Ayala. Honored. Honored. Yeah. So, and we always want to remind you to be the spark, be the light. Nope. <laughs> you, could, right. though. you could, you could. That was light. we could go. We could go. All right. No, no, so. keep it, keep it. Don't take this part out. It's protect your flame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's so it's so Ayla that she said be the light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Keep it. I was confident. Oh my god! <laughs> I love it so much, y'all. I wouldn't blank, y'all. All right, it's good. All right, all right, all right. All right, y'all. We want to remind y'all to be the spark, protect your flame, and pass the torch. My name is A. Ella. You already know what's going on. You listening to Sunny on the North Side? by Steph Simon featuring T-Rush. 105K Jams, hip hop, and that whole the world, baby. Alex Shaw here. You've just checked into the Weekend it's Rewind. We're day. about to get into this new jam from my dude, uh, Steph Simon. Name of the track is Sunny uh, in the City featuring T-Rush. Make sure you bounce. turn this one all the way up. Bounce. Posted at the crib like my 90 used to. I used to play key lock while old schools roll through. Down 36. Speakers jamming the latest hits. Yo, Oxford got a shortage if it ain't jamming this. Another day, another dollar plus a couple cent. Paid the rent, still got some money to spend. Like it ain't no better feeling than this. Might even pay back some kin. Like you know how it can get. Still got some corners to bend. Through all my chucks, time to hop in the wind. A beautiful day in the city, take a picture and sin. I hope all the homies see you and take advantage of their leisure. It's all good, like a plate of sweet Lisa's. Mike greet you like, what's up, my nigga? Just looking at it, made a left phone by. Headed to Apache, even ice cream trucks are selling to us a world fabric. We out here now, so when you see me, holler at me like. i 
Smiling on it like a cold cup or a snow cone. Make you wanna take off the rims and put the spokes on. Text the finest girl in your phone like, what you got on? I know it's early, but what's up with a cold 30? Hooked it up for later as I hopped off in traffic. I never roll strap, never felt I had to. I'm good where I'm at, but the cops are gun you down. And when you all smile, niggas turn frown. I'd rather shine with you than shine on you. But I can't grind for you. Stay patient and I took my time on it. Word get around quick, can't be lying, homie. My driver license say that I'm a style donor. Bounce, rock, roller skate, Oklahoma license plate, jamming alley shop every morning on a Saturday. Might throw a party at a park like it's a holiday. And put the word on the feed, come and grab a plate. Phone pie. 